0: Welcome to Real Estate Three Hundred and Sixty. And now, your hosts and experts, Steve Connolly and Jason Miles.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Real Estate Three Hundred and Sixty Show. And this is Steve Connolly, and I am Jason O' Miles. We have a fantastic show again for you
2: today. As every always, day, every well single always. time. That's you right. Know? Now, listen. Uh, I just want to get the housekeeping stuff out of the way early. Listen, uh, we really appreciate you guys listening and watching on the radio on YouTube, we also want to make sure that you're checking us out on iTunes, uh, Spotify, Google Play, you know, those kinds of places, because that's the best kind of place to interact with us, you know, to let other people know what you like, what you don't like. Let us know what you like to hear about. We like to give you what you like to hear, right?
1: That's right. And you can communicate with us through realestate360show.com. And, you know, there's a little tab at the top called Contact Us. That's right. Yeah. And just do that. Reach out. You can also find out a lot about what we
2: do and where we're doing it on the website. Yeah. Real Estate 360 Show. That's right.com. Yeah. So go to iTunes. Check us out. Uh, you know, leave messages,
1: comment, share, you know, the whole nine because we like it. All right. Since we're doing the housekeeping and what you just said, you can find out what we're doing and where we are. We, we have a seminar that is coming up November the 9th on funding your properties. Got to love it. And what was that uh, little extra note that we had there about funding your properties with zero, with no money or zero money? Starting or, from zero. Starting from zero. That's it. Starting from zero. That is ten o'clock to noon o'clock. That's a whole two hours. Whole two hours. Yeah, and uh, at the Panera Bread.
2: Yeah. What? Well, uh, that's a, the North Side office. The, oh no! Yeah, the North Side yeah, office. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's right. <laughs> Oh so, yeah, we have we have a couple offices. You yeah, know. we
2: uh, affectionately refer to the uh, the Panera breads that we frequent as our north side office or our west side office. Yeah.
1: You know. We'll we just, sublease a little space in there. We should. <laughs> no, I mean, we we are, you know. We're just we, we get just get coffee estate. with it. That's right. We get cheap real estate. <laughs> <laughs> cheap real estate. <laughs> so today we are talking about the same thing that we're going to be talking about in our two-hour seminar, which yeah. is funding your properties. Yeah.
2: You know, everybody wants to know where to find the money. How do you get this done? I mean, I don't have anything, or I don't want to use all that I have, you know. Or they go to these, the, as I call them, the free $2,000 seminars, and some of them are a lot more, and they spend three thousand, five thousand, six thousand dollars $6,000, only to leave there with a book yeah. of, you know, <laughs>
1: information that they'll never really understand anyway. You know, I've been to those, and I have heard them say, we are going to provide you with the money to buy your deals. Yeah. But you know what? They don't.
2: No. You, you ultimately have to. They they provide you with the resource
1: for you to learn how to go and find the money that you, will fund your deals. And you don't need to spend $2,000 sure for that. You can go there's this thing called Google. You can go Google it. Yep. Hard money lenders. Bam, there they are. That's what, that's what they're giving you. That's
2: exactly right. Or, you right. know, you can, I mean, if you're really aggressive, you can call closing attorneys and say, do you have any lending contacts? Yeah. Because they all do, Sure. right? They all do because they're closing bank deals every time, right? Yeah. I mean, right. lender deals. It's one kind of lender or another. They're doing it. Um, you can go to your local RIA there's generally going to be a lot of lenders there or lender representatives there and that just kind of starts it off for you it doesn't cost you anything but a little time that's right you know uh, maybe we should
1: talk about uh what are the options right now for funding and i have a list here um let me get my reading glasses on i got to okay there go. it's kind of it's kind of <laughs> sunny in here you're you, missing the
2: the wall the, the pool shade one the pool, pool shade those. Yeah. Well, well, would, that, I would this be one-upped. okay? I have been one upped. Oh, I like the blinking. Do yeah. you? You
1: guys got to go to YouTube. To I see can't this. handle the blinking.
2: <laughs> I, uh,
1: actually, I can see better with these close up I, than I, I, I believe can. I, you know what? With I, my glasses.
2: Oh. You guys have to watch this on YouTube. <laughs> the Real Estate Three Hundred and Sixty Show on YouTube. You, you don't want to miss it. You, you got to see. Got to see it. There's no way to describe
1: what I'm looking at right now. You know, we, we gotta have, we can't take, take ourselves just too seriously. You know what I'm saying? So, but we are here to deliver some information, well, and that, that would be funding your purchases. So, if you're gonna wholesale a property, you don't need any money. But wait. Yes. What about the earnest money? That's a great question.
2: You want me to answer that? I know you already know. Well, I, I gotta know. I gotta know from the man in the shades.
1: Well, Okay, so the last one I did, you know, where I, you say, let's just say I had no money, okay? Right. So I wrote a contract and I put down a thousand dollars on the contract, and I said I will deliver that thousand within a week or ten days or something like that. Mm-hmm. Now, depending on who you're negotiating that with, they're going to say yes or no, right. or whatever. So. By the way, let's talk about that a little bit. I'm going to shoot off on another tangent, which is, are you buying these properties from banks? Or are you going to buy or, or are you buying them from other wholesalers? Just depends on who you're buying them from and how sophisticated they are. Mm-hmm. If you're buying them from a homeowner and you put down 10 days, they're not likely to care. That's right. you know, they're, they're not, you know, quite frankly, as knowledgeable about what's going on with the earnest money. Now the, the people who are real estate agents and wholesalers, they want their, uh, the earnest money paid now, right. right now. Right. So really we're marketing to try to find the people who are selling, they're selling it for, uh, to solve a problem. Mm-hmm. They're not that concerned about the, the earnest money. You know, one of our guys, you know, one of the guys that I tr- helped in the business, he always wrote down just $10 for yeah. earnest money. Yeah. And then he never gave it any money, you know. So he still does that. He still does that. I don't know. So, but so you give yourself plenty of time to deliver earnest money. You market to sell the property. You collect your earnest money and then you tender it. So you do a flow through. That's right. So, and <clears throat> for
2: all of you out there that didn't understand all those big words, what big ones? <laughs> you got to tender it. It's a flow through. You know, <laughs> I, I don't know. Is there a, a meat mallet around here? Are we tenderizing the meat? <laughs> <laughs> well, what that means. Oh, just give it. That's right.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: so you're going <clears> to, <throat> pardon me, you're going to uh, get a get a contract. You're going to find a deal. Yeah. You're going to market for a deal. You're going to find the deal. In the contract, you're going to ask for, you know, a week or 10 days, two weeks due diligence when the earnest money is due. Right? Right? Right. Then once that's done, once you have that contract signed, you're going to market it. And when you get someone else that wants to buy that property, you're going to take that earnest money check from them because you're not going to do 10 days due diligence. You're, nope. going to, you're a sophisticated investor now, right? Exactly. So you're going to get that earnest money right away because you're, you're telling them, hey, do all your due diligence before you come and give me a contract. And they're going to do that. They give you their earnest money. You then give that earnest money to the attorney, or as Steve said, you tender. Yes, you tender it. Yes. (laughs) you Not tenderize. Yes, you tender. You give it to the attorney. And now you've done a no-money-down deal. Now you've done a no-money-down deal, and they happen really all the time. You hear about this, oh, no money down, no money down, no money down, and then you start learning about it and talking to other people. and You'll hear hear people say, oh, there's no such thing as a no-money-down deal, which is true. It depends on the context in which you're coming from. Right. For us, there's a no money down deal because it's not our money. It's not your money. If it's not your money for you, it's a no money down deal. That's right. There's always money involved. Yeah. Just doesn't have to be yours. (laughs) Yes. Right. Not in every case.
1: So you have to be aware of that. And real estate really is one of the few things that you can do that with effectively because it's real value. Mm -hmm. And there's equity there a lot of times. And that maybe there's already funding in place mm-hmm. on the property, like, and that leads us to the, the next one, which is a subject two. So you, now we're doing one of those right now. We are, as a matter of fact. We just need to schedule. You know, you know. I'm thinking about that right now. We're going to be paying attorneys' fees in the first months of payment, mm-hmm. but you know, we could sell that to a homeowner. Mm-hmm. We could Very easily, and, and that then we, would be a no money down deal. How much money have we put in so far? Nothing, right? Couple telephone calls, no, no earnest money or anything.
2: No free marketing. Yeah, a free marketing platform we utilize for that. Exactly. And I mean, that's just how things go. So even with that deal, I mean, <clears throat> I talk a lot about because it's a hot button thing. You know how to how do how can I make a hundred thousand dollars a year? Right. right. That's, a lot of people want to know how to get to six figures. You know, with whatever they're doing. Obviously, we're talking about real estate. So this is a deal, right? Yeah. That's not going to cost us anything. So. Or let's say it does. Let's say it's going to cost us, I don't know, 2500 bucks with attorney's fees and the first month payment and so on and so forth, right? Okay, let's say that. Say it costs us 2500 bucks. We can right. then take that deal, like you said, and give it to a homeowner, someone that has some cash but doesn't have the credit, can't qualify for a loan, right? And has the income and the ability to make the payment. Absolutely. Right. So our payment on that is roughly $750. Their payment would be Somewhere around the twelve hundred dollar, $1, eleven hundred dollar mark. Yeah, but they'd also have to put down at least five grand. At least, at least. So now we're talking about on the down payment Why don't we alone. We say
1: they have to put down ten thousand. But I mean, and at the that reason, price point, realistically, I know. But yeah, but I'm just trying to get you to your hundred thousand a year. Well, you can't do it off one deal. Well, I know, but <laughs> you can do one a month. That's right. Eight thousand is where I'm going with that. Exactly. Eighty-three you know, hundred bucks. Right. Right. So that one deal made
2: you. If it was ten, it, you're pretty close to exactly that eight thousand. Right. You know. But if you're doing that plus a wholesale deal, just one of those two deals a month, you're at your hundred thousand dollars. All you have to do is just keep it going. Yeah. But we have to. We're up against a hard break. We gotta go. We gotta go. Okay. Bye. Do you need to sell your house? Well our company, Will Buy, Will Buy Your House. We make the process very fast, very easy, and it's all cash. All you have to do is give us a call today. we Will Buy Your House, click 833willbuy.com, that's 833-W-E-L-L-B-U-Y.com.
0: Or call 833willbuy. Se habla espanol, llámanos, call us today.
1: All right, and welcome back. And uh, hey, you were, we were just wrapping up subject two. Can you finish that up for us? Well, where just were just like, we?
2: You know, we're, we're saying there that, you know, that's a situation. This deal that we're talking about mm. is a situation where, you know, it's going to make someone, us in this case, you know, three, four hundred bucks a month. Right. Passively. I mean, that's a real three or four hundred bucks a month. You will probably do, you know, a subject to or an owner finance to someone else, which is going to pay us. Anywhere between $2,500 and $7,500. And if we're trying to make $100,000 a year, we have to make $8,333.33 a month. Yeah. One month has to be a stellar month. We have to make one more penny, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so to stellar. make that 100000 right? So one penny is the difference between you know, just regular month it, and stellar month. It's exactly. One penny is the difference Ooh. between a five-figure and a six-figure salary. <laughs> You just take one from the tray, give a penny, take a penny. <laughs> That's right. But just one of those deals and one wholesale deal a month, if you're doing the right thing, it's going to give you your hundred thousand
1: dollars a year. Absolutely. And you know, I'm just listening as we're talking, you know, I'm always interested to hear what, you know, I'm having to say cause I never know <laughs> what's going to come out, but, yeah. but you know, just in this one transaction, how many different ways have we already talked about that this could be done? Yeah. You know, we're subject to no money, sell it as, as an owner finance with a down payment, pass it, pass it back to the, the the seller Mm -hmm. that we've found. And she can collect the payments. We we can have uh, the money from the transaction, you Mm -hmm. know, the sale. Mm -hmm. Uh, We could just rent it, keep it and rent it. Mm -hmm. We could, what we haven't talked about is we can keep it and Airbnb it. That's right. Um, what else? We can keep it, fix it, ho- or retail it.
2: Yeah, because not I mean, it's, so
1: much on this one.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we could. We could. But we, more than likely, we're not going to. I mean, there's no room in there to do it financially. Financially, there's not. You know, enough. in this deal. But in another deal. Yeah. You know, like that story you tell about that $18,000 house. Right. You know, that was a perfect
1: deal. It could have been, but it was also at a time, uh, you know, when I, were there stuff. people buying stuff? Yeah. I just didn't know. You well, know? you were, and someone bought it from you, so That's they true. were. There's it, always buyers. Yeah, and what would it appraise for at that particular yeah, moment in Maybe 35000 <laughs> Yeah. Do <laughs> you know that house sold? Uh, somebody bought it from this guy. Enclosed the garage, did some work on it. And that sold for one hundred and ten thousand dollars.
2: Not a bad deal.
1: <laughs> oh man, not a bad deal. That's a lot more, really, of what the thing was worth. You yeah. couldn't
2: build it for eighteen grand. That's right.
1: Not you can, I don't think you can buy a lot for eighteen. Well, that's what. Hey,
2: listen, Warren Buffett said it best: "When there's blood in the streets, yeah, buy, that's right. buy, buy, buy." Mm. And uh, you know we're we're. We're probably coming up on a time where there's going to be a little blood in the streets. so I'm kind of interested in the, in the know, buy part of that.
1: That was the other topic that I had considered for today was, uh, you know, what's what's coming next? And I'm really excited about, you know, the, the slowdown in the economy. You know, let's be honest. You know, I'm not excited about what we already have in our pipeline, <laughs> With the slowdown in the economy, but I'm excited about the, the new opportunities that present. It's going to present more of what we just talked about, these subjects, too. Listen, as a, as of the airing of this show that you're listening
2: to right now, we are approximately a year away from the election. Yeah. Right? So there's going to be a lot that occurs over the course of the next 12 months. <laughs> it's going <laughs> to okay? be crazy. So, you know, strap strap in, folks. It's going to be a wild ride. Just, in, just enjoy the ride. Don't get all mad at it. Just enjoy it and look for the opportunities because that's what we're here talking about, yeah. the opportunities that we can find in real estate, right? Get some money in your pocket. Grow your business. Turn it into a six-figure business. Turn that into a seven-figure business and start to find different things to do. And these are the methods that you can utilize, what we're talking about right now, to start from nothing or start with Whatever it is you have, whatever your financial and credit attributes are, you can utilize these techniques that we're talking about today to start in real estate or just get better and, you know, add some more, you know, some more weapons to your arsenal if
1: you're already a real estate investor. Yeah. You know, for a while there, people were saying, um, aren't you going to run out of properties to buy? (laughs) I'm thinking you you obviously are (laughs) not in real estate (laughs) investing. You know, because there's always something there, always. And how many properties have you resold? Oh my God! How many, <laughs> how many properties have I bought and sold over a course of like eight or ten years? When I say how many, I mean the same house exactly, exactly the same That's house. Right. This one over in Southeast Atlanta that I bought and sold three times. Yeah, over the over like <laughs> six years, and, and there it was again. Oh my God! Yeah. And so, yeah, I'll buy, I'll, I know I'll, I know that house. I'll buy it. So. <laughs> That's right. You know what it's going to take. It yeah. is what it is. As long as the numbers are working for the time that you're looking at it. Exa- right. And usually they are. You know, they don't show up again for no reason. That's right.
2: You know, there's always a reason. So there's always real estate. Yeah. There's, oh, you're not going to run out of opportunity because there's always opportunity because there's always problems. People
1: people are, are involved in it, and so there's always a problem. That's right. And uh, so whatever. Now the next thing, you know, speaking of
2: problems, yeah. because generally this gets done when there's when there's a problem, subject to slash owner financing. Oh look, it's on the list. <laughs> <laughs> So we we know subject to people are just, they got to sell it for, you know, they got all kinds of stuff going on in their life, but owner financing is kind of
1: the same, right? Well, yeah, yeah, it is. But, uh, but maybe for different reasons, maybe mm-hmm. for the same reasons, uh, you know, it could be that someone wants to sell and but they, they do not want a tax implication mm-hmm. of having all that cash come in, or maybe they just don't need the money, mm-hmm. you know, I know there's a lot of people out there that says, what do you mean they don't need money? They need cash flow. Right. They would prefer to have the cash flow. Mm-hmm. Never other stretch it out over time. And it's just, you know, it just works better for them. That's right. And that's, that's why, that's why people buy properties to rent for cash flow. That's right. Same thing. And uh, we were literally just, we're working on another deal, which
2: is a business. We were just talking about it. Uh, we're working on another deal. It's a business. And this business, Business or well, this property owner, you know, he's a property owner, yeah. But just so there, just so happens to be a business in the property. Oh, does he own that also? Yeah, he owns it. Oh, but he is not interested in the business,
1: but he is interested in the
2: cash flow.
1: Right? Well, of course, aren't? Hey, <laughs> I'm. You know, that's something I've been really kind of thinking about a lot lately, which is, you know. We're here for one reason, and that's the cash flow mm-hmm. and to create the lifestyle. That's right. And the business is just the vehicle. That's exactly
2: right. Yeah. I say that to people all the time. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter what you're doing. Uh, I wanted to become a lender in the automotive industry at one point in time, so I started a small dealership, and the vehicle was the vehicle. The cars <laughs> were my way into learning how to be a lender, because you've got you to be in there. you got to be 10 toes, ten toes down you know, in it to yeah. really truly understand it. Right. So it's the same with this, you know, once you start to achieve certain levels, your, your needs change, you know, what you need out of that business becomes a little, it, it's, it shifts. It's not just about making money at a certain point. It's about the preservation thereof. And how do you create write-offs? Because if you're making, you know, over $125,000 as a single individual, you know, you're taxed at the highest tax bracket. now. You don't, you don't think about it until you get hit in the head with the tax
1: bill. Right. So well, you're, hopefully your accountant has said, wait a minute, you're about to get hit in the head. Right. You well, know. that's, you know, you're giving people a lot of credit here for pre-planning,
2: okay, right? Because yeah. very few people will pre- uh, pre-plan these, these kinds of things. You know, it's one of those things It happens to you. You're excited. Generally, you've spent most of the money on stuff because you're excited that you can buy more stuff. And then when the tax bill comes, you're like, oh, I can't take this stuff back now uh-huh. you know, right. now I gotta make more money, uh-huh. but I also have to plan so what is what does that plan look like? so now you have to have real estate. you're more interested in cash flow like you said you're not you don't want these big um tax implications, so you're doing different things you're looking at ten thirty one tax exchanges if you are going to sell you're looking for cash flow opportunities and in real estate, you know those businesses. Mm-hmm. are super, super great to have the cash flow and get the write-off from being a property owner,
1: depending on how you structure those, those sales slash leases. Did we take you away from you? I, I was interested in the story you were telling and the guy that owned the property, and we kind of got off of that. We did, we did. Well, okay, so this is basically his story. You know, he has this property.
2: He he loaned the people the money to start this business Yeah, to buy the property and do the renovations, get it all going. And they got it all going but they couldn't keep up their their mortgage payments if you will you know the pay, the loan payments so he foreclosed on it figured he could run the business better kept the business going saw that it was a great business but said this is way too much time for me because i'm not a i'm not this kind of a business owner i'm a i'm a lawyer you know I'm, i have a career Right. That I need to tend to. I can't tend to this over here, but I need this cash flow and I can't stand the tax implication for what that property is worth today. It's oh, too a perfect much. seller. Absolutely. Per- owner financing opportunity. Yeah. All day long. So in our conversations or negotiations, yes, it's okay, look, I'd love to buy it, but I get you don't want to sell it, so let's agree on terms. And Those terms for him will be favorable, and they'll be very favorable for us as well because we don't have to worry about licensing. We don't have to worry about permitting issues. We don't have to change anything. We
1: simply take over the business. So you're talking about a joint venture? No. 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 Okay. No. I'll elaborate after the break. Well, we don't have a break yet. I mean, we
2: we've got one in like twenty seconds, but it's way too much for me to get into right now. <laughs> okay, you know what I right. mean? It's way too much for me to go in, into like you know ten seconds worth. But it's a fantastic way to get out there, and even buying businesses this way—it's it's fantastic. But we'll talk more about it after the break.
0: Hi, this is Sammy with Sammy Hadid Real Estate, Keller Williams. Are you looking for a top producing agent who will look out for your best interests, top dollar on the sale of your home, a well negotiated contract and efficient closing? Please call me at 305-978-4249. I'm more than happy to set up a consultation. I'll put together a proposal for you to net top dollar for your home. What it is that I'm doing to get all my home sold. Then you can decide what's best for you again. I'll do whatever it takes to get your home sold for top dollar, and I promise you that I will protect your equity with my life. 305-978-4249. Sammy Hadid, H-A-D-I-D.
1: And welcome back. Hey, you know, we were talking about this business opportunity, and I said uh, something like, oh, this is a joint venture. And Miles said, absolutely not. So what do you mean? So
2: we would be the owners of said business, right? But this guy's interested in cash flow. He's interested in making money off of this business. He also owns the real estate. So what we do is we structure a lease. He's going to basically owner finance the business to us. For a percentage, a mm. small percentage of the business. No money down. And then the real estate is separate from that, but of course included into one big payment. So there's a real estate payment right. that we would have. And there is a owner finance for the business payment, which in this particular case is structured off of a percentage of the net profits. You said a small percentage that you would own? Or that we would own or that he would own? We own 100% of the business. Okay. But 10% of the net profits of the business Ah, will be given to him in exchange for a little, you know, a little bit. So what we're getting out of the deal, this is a particular business that has to have all these licenses and all this stuff. It already has it. By keeping him in place and giving him that 10% will save us so much time and so much money coming in on yeah. the front side of that, right? Oh my god. Yeah. So he's there. He's you know, he's not going anywhere, but it makes us get in a lot easier. But he's still going to get, you know, somewhere between 100 and 120 and
1: 160,000 a year. That's going to depend on how good of a negotiator you are. I'm going to be watching this. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so I'm I love to see. It.
2: And that's just one way to do it, you know. Yeah. So it's not quite a joint venture.
1: No. It's not quite but because we own 100% of the business. Yeah, structuring it that way it's not a joint venture at no, all. No. You know, it's just an owner finance deal. That's right. And a um but now but he's got to stay in it for the licensing in some way. That's the 10% part. Okay. That's the 10% negotiations. Got it. Well, listen. So we're talking about owner financing and funding your properties and so forth. Yes. And I'd like to just run down a quick list of what the options are for single-family, well, even multifamily properties that you can uh, get involved with in terms of your lending. Okay, number one is hard money. Mm. Number two, uh, private money. So, wait. Yes, but there's but I I got more on the list. I, I love it. I love it. But
2: <laughs> what is the difference between
1: hard money and private money? Well, do tell. I'm really not a hundred percent sure, but <laughs> if I were to take a guess, I would say hard money, you have a broker involved. And so the hard money is going to be a guy in the middle representing private money to a a, a borrower, you know, a house buyer. And so the hard money, they have their set terms, you know, they've got, okay, it's three points, it's four points, or it's five points, you know, for the origination and the fees up front. And it is 8%, 10%, 12 15 16 18%, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So they got their programs in place. And so they bring in their private funds, and then they turn around and relend it. Mm-hmm. Does that jive with your definition? For the most part,
2: money? absolutely. That's exactly what it is. Hard money, they have their set um, parameters in place already. Right. Private money is, hey, listen, um, uh, Joe, a uh, friend of mine, person I know, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, can I use your IRA funds or your Roth funds or whatever, your cash in the bank funds yeah. uh, for 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, 120 days, whatever, for 12 years? 5%. Yeah. You know? Sure. I'll give you 5% for the duration of this deal, or I'll give you 8% a year. You know, simple interest. It's this much per quarter, this much per month. So, what do you like
1: better? Do you like hard money? Or I got to go with the private money. Bro. Oh, absolutely.
2: No <laughs> points. You're going to get a better interest rate because even if you're paying eight percent, yeah, you don't have the points. You have the ease of transaction. You generally don't have to go through the rigmarole of the underwriting process and this, that, and the other. Right. As long as you know your business and you're not putting your your money partner in a in a bind, it, hey. Private money is always the way to go. Your job, our job as investors are simply to be able to identify real deals, Yeah. real deals, so we're not putting ourselves or our investors in any
1: uh, in any harm. You know, um, I'm smiling a little bit because, uh, you know, stories, our, our mental stories create our lives. Absolutely. And so this is one movie that, that, that I had seen way, way back when I was a kid. It was called Wheeler Dealer. Or Wheeler dealers, I think it was Wheeler dealer, you know, singular. And this James Garner, you know, he's walking into a restaurant, as a matter of fact. So that's kind of like the business. And uh, with his date, and he's sitting there, and he's got a pen out, and he's he's, uh, calculating stuff. And he's, and this lady says, his his date says, "What are you doing?" He says, "Well, there's X number of people here. There's this many people at the table. Their their tickets are uh, so much uh, every." you know, on every uh, transaction and they turn it every, uh, he said, they're doing this much a month mm-hmm. or you know, this much in annual gross business a year. And the bar's over there. And he said, if they were to move this over there and if they were to do this and make some changes and redecorate a little bit, uh, we could, you know, this business would be doing twice as much. Mm-hmm. Now, and then they go back again about a month later. And then he walks in and the maitre d' says, oh, Mr. So-and-so nice to see you again. Takes his coat, and, you know, come over here, sit down right here. Then gets, they get the best table. And she says, everybody knows you here. What happened? Oh, he, oh, I bought the place, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and uh, I own it. And oh, she's oh, the bars over there now and this and everything. And yeah. And we doubled the business and, but now here's the thing. And this is how it relates part of the show is there's these three guys in this jet that are the money guys. Right. And they're following him around. You know, they, they fly from city to city and they try to call him and he doesn't answer the phone because he said, Oh, they're, they're trying to give me some more money. I don't, I'm not ready. I don't want it yet. It's not right yet. And, uh, that has stuck with me for a long time. Yeah. And, and that's kind of the things that, that we're doing. We have a, we I have a, a private lender. We have a several private lenders right. together. They keep coming back. Okay, what's we could pay one off? What's the next deal? You know why it is?
2: Cause they make a lot of
1: That's money. Right, and coffee <laughs> is for closers. Glenn Gary
2: Glenn Ross. Right. <laughs> 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 uh, we close, man. We close. And people like that. Yeah. When you make your private money money, they'll give you more. It's an amazing thing.
1: I called her up you know on the last thing we did <laughs> and uh and she said. And I told her, I said, this is what I what I can do. She said, well, that beats, you know, the 0.5% I'm getting, mm-hmm. wherever she had it, you know. Uh, and, of course, it does. And, yeah. and it's secured with real estate. And that's, okay, so that's all private money.
2: Private money is a great thing. Yeah, that's man. the difference, you guys, in our elongated uh, version of the different thing, uh, the difference yeah. between hard money and private money. But that's it. That's the difference. Right. The difference is hard money is strict. you got to go through a lot private money it's generally going to be people that you know or people that people of people that you know that are going to easily give you the money without a lot without all the without all all of that stuff
1: yeah and everybody has different situations you know maybe there's a situation where you know we would prefer not to put a lot of money down right so we're willing to pay more interest yeah in exchange for that or maybe we have a lot of cash and we're going to put a whole bunch of money down. And in that case, we're going to say, well, you know, we're not going to pay mm-hmm. as much. So It's it's all a negotiation. It is, all of it. Yeah. So what else is on the list? Well, uh, let's see. We have joint venture. So, you know, we – and now, by the way, all these things can kind of work together. You know, maybe you can joint venture with hard money and joint venture with private funds. So that means, you know, you bring somebody in, you give them percentage. Or you give them a percentage of the net profit like you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Endless ways to to put this together. Yeah. And I know that from a wholesale
2: perspective, there's a lot of guys out there, Mm. a lot of wholesalers or quasi wholesalers that'll come and they'll say, hey, I love your deal. I'd love, can I joint venture with you? Oh, that kind of joint venture. (laughs) I mean, that's that's a different kind, right? (laughs) But that's one that I am. I mean, I know that it's taught in a lot of programs. Right. Uh, but I am I am totally not a fan of that at all. It explains that, would you, Lucy, please? I will. Okay. <laughs> okay. So these wholesalers will come to you if you have a property and they'll call you up and they'll say, hey, listen, I think I might have a buyer for your property. I'd like to joint venture with you. Now, if you don't know what you're doing and you sign a joint venture agreement with this individual on this property that you found for whatever, maybe it's. Generally, they like to do 50%. They
1: do like to do 50%.
2: They like to. But you've done all the work to find the property, maybe put down the earnest money. You're doing all the marketing. You've done all the marketing to find this person who may or may not really have a buyer. But they want a joint venture with you, which now means if you sign this, that you're pledging 50% of the profits on this deal to this person. You're getting 50% for nothing. Because what happens if you sell the property? You've signed a legally binding contract. You're contractually obligated to pay this person that you've joint ventured with on 123 Main
1: Street 50% of your profit. Sometimes, uh, I haven't seen that. one. The ones that have come to me have always said, and if you sell it yourself, then we're out of
2: it. You could throw the verbiage in there for sure.
1: Right. Right. But you have to be aware of that. Absolutely. But even still,
2: even if it was just that. Yeah. Right. We said, okay, you're going to get 50% of the profits. Now, generally, we're not greedy people. Right. But, you know, if we've got a deal that there's, we know there's, you know, 15 or $20,000 in this deal, why am I going to possibly give away 7500 or $10,000?
1: To this other it just doesn't make sense cuz we've spent a lot of money usually marketing for something like that that's right to find that property and then we have to take the time to negotiate it write the contract that is that's a that's a lot of effort I wouldn't and
2: money I don't do it it's not even that I wouldn't do it I simply do not do it yeah you know it um I, look if you want to sell it that's fine here's the price negotiate with me if you want a better price And then you do what you do as a wholesaler for your clients. You sell it for what? If I'm selling it for 70 and we agree that you're going to buy it, you're going to put a contract in for, let's say, 67, but you believe you could sell it for 72, God bless you. Let's take a break.
1: And welcome back. And we have a little background music going. <laughs> and this is Steve Connolly, hashtag Unemployable, and Jason o. Miles, hashtag
2: The Real Estate Trainer.
1: So listen, um, we I think we got the the, the joint venture wholesaler thing, <laughs> yeah. out of yeah. your system, yeah. All right, again. And uh, so the bottom line is, you say, hey, you know, do your own thing. You know, we'll do our own thing. You yeah. know, yeah. do you agree? Add with that, on. Though? Yeah, absolutely. I do agree with it a hundred percent. You know, because they called me up and they said let's joint venture, and I'm I'm saying, look, you know, I don't know what you mean. We're the owners of this property. Right. You know, uh, we'll pay you a fee, or you, or you, you know, uh, I can go to this this number. You sell it for whatever you want to. After that, yeah. Other than and they, you know, they want me to sign these agreements. I have yet to sign a joint venture agreement. Mm-hmm. I'm just not. I'm not on the program. That's right for that. You know, That's and I right. said, you know this business is relationships you know if you think you can sell it go for it you right know, do your best you know knock it out of the park and i will pay you you know this amount and if if you don't sell it then you know no big deal that's right that's exactly right so what else, what else what else what else do we have well in addition to those things that i just went down and that's uh that we ended up i think it was Joint Ventures, when we ended up with We we were done there, yeah. That's where we left off. Now, Just for the heck of it, I put down credit cards, you know. Comes in handy.
2: Yeah. Comes in handy in a lot of ways. I mean, if you get a property, um, as you like to say, sometimes you got to knock the ugly off of it. Right. You know, you might want to, you don't have a bunch of liquidity, but, you know, you've got credit cards. Maybe you want to do some landscaping. Maybe you want to fix the roof.
1: You find a property cheap enough, you know, down in Macon or Columbus or something like that, You, you know, one of our guys, the guy we just... Brought onto our team, Justin Shipp. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's talking about a house he bought for five grand. You know, you can put that on your credit card. That's right. You can write a credit card check for that. That's right. And uh, if you need to, he didn't even need to do that because he did the wholesale thing and just sold it, mm-hmm. made his five grand, and but off they, he went. They
2: come in handy. They come in handy. Maybe you bought a property and you got to start doing the renovations, but you don't have the liquidity. You have yeah. the credit cards. You That's know, right. You run, you, you you do all your material stuff right there. You only have to worry about paying for labor, and that's what the that's what the uh, yes. renovation budget is for. That's right.
1: I would say, you know, be careful, you know, yeah, well, doing yeah. that because you know there you know there may be zero interest on credit cards, but they don't do that forever, no. you know. And this and um, don't miss a payment. You know, just be really really careful with those credit cards. Absolutely, because the, you know they they'll they'll take you down. That's
2: right. I was I was just reading an article uh, over the weekend about. Uh, the credit cards with the zero, you know, the introductory rate, 0% yeah. interest. You know, if you miss a payment or if you go beyond a certain time, you know, you may have agreed on, you know, a 26% interest rate at the end of the term. But if you miss a payment, if you're late, you know, that 26 could turn into 30, 32 in some oh, yeah. cases, yeah. you know, and it is just wicked what people are paying on some of these credit cards.
1: Get your exit strategy in place That's you right. know, before you pull out your credit card. So... That you know, and by the way, I have a plan B and C and D. Yeah. You know, yeah, you know, and uh, you know on Star on Stargate SG one, you know, yeah. Ca- uh, Colonel O'Neill, mm-hmm. he says, "What do you mean we don't have a plan B? If, then that means we don't have a plan because Plan A never works." <laughs> you know, so all right. So in addition to the credit cards, what can go wrong, Will? That's for sure.
2: Yeah, HELOC. Aha, uh-huh. now- home equity line of These are wonderful tools, I think. I mean, you have to, again, you have to be careful. Right. Right. Absolutely. Because we saw what can happen when people use all that equity in their homes Mm -hmm. to go buy real estate that may already be inflated. Yeah. So, you know, when there is a correction, both houses will feel the effect. Yes, right. (laughs) So you have to really be careful uh, using the HELOC. If you are going to use it, make sure that, you know, it's a relative... Relatively short term that you're putting it out there, um, you know. If you're if you've got a five percent interest that you're paying on it, make sure you're getting eight, nine, twelve, whatever right. you can get. Uh, if you're going to be lending it out, or if it's saving you money, um, or
1: you make sure you can make the payments if you're going to renovate a house with it, that's right. and, that's right. and during that time until the house sells, make those payments. And uh, but what is a HELOC? So that's a home equity line of credit. It's it's tapping your equity in your personal residence mm-hmm, mm-hmm. up to a certain percentage at a great interest rate. And the best thing is you you don't have to go to the bank if you need the money. You just mm-hmm. write a check. That's right. It's yours, you know. It's right there. That's right. And Can I
2: tell you a story about a guy that did that? Please, do. i got to tell you a story. I like stories. Okay, so we... we so once upon a time. W- once upon a time in a land land far, far away but close to us. <laughs> There was a real estate investor. Yeah. Uh, This guy, he made a bunch of money flipping real estate. Bunch Mm -hmm. of money, a lot of money. And while he was headed up, he bought his house the way we buy houses, you know, and he fixed it up for his family, you know. And he had somewhere around $300,000 worth of equity in this house at the height of, you know, the valuation before the crash. Right. And in an effort to grow his business because things were still cranking, he went and got a home equity line of credit. They gave him a quarter million bucks. Nice. And he took that $250,000 coupled with what he had already had, and he went out and he just bought a bunch of houses, mm-hmm. a bunch of houses. It worked two times. The third time the crash occurred. Oops. But he utilized this HELOC, the money that he had. Now, he had a lot in there, right? He had a lot. You know, most people are going to wind up with, you know, eighty. Yeah, hundred or something like that. But he had a lot. He pulls all that out, and he went and bought. I want to think. I say it was like ten houses that he bought, and he turned them, and he got. He made that money, and he made about thirty percent on that mm. on a, a, a just under a million dollar investment. You know, thirty percent in the span of sixty days. That's amazing. I mean, that's fantastic. And of course, he just kept doing it. He kept
1: doing it sixty days. So. There's a 660-day, let's see, that's 180% Yeah, he did annualized.
2: It. But he did it at the height. So, yeah. you know, I think it was the third or fourth flip that um, the bottom fell out of the oh, market. 08 showed up. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the point is, um, it, it's actually a, a two-pronged point. One, if you know what you're doing, yeah. your HELOC can really come in handy. Now, in his case, he should have just paid the HELOC off after the second time. Because he had enough money. He had enough money to pay that off. He didn't need it. But he kept flipping it, kept flipping it, because it was cheaper than borrowing, because mm-hmm. he was also lending. right? So the cautionary portion of this story, of this tale, is he never paid it off. So when the bottom fell out of the market, he couldn't sell his houses for what he paid for them. He took a loss all the way around. Mm. You know, he had to do a lot of creative things to try to save his financial well-being at that point. Because he was gambling everything all the time. Right. So that that's the, you got to be careful. I mean, once you make the money, you know, pay off the debt. Right. You know, just pay it off. It's still there for you. You still have the checkbook because they haven't taken it away from you. So just pay it off. He never did it.
1: Well, we have to be really careful with that. Got to be careful. Yeah. It's a scary place to be. That's right. Scary place to be. So there's like, more on the list. But wait, there's more? Yeah. As long as we got the HELOC. Well, by thing, golly, let me know more. Did we cover the HELOC? I, I think
2: we covered the HELOC. All
1: right. So we're, we're running short on time, so we only have it. We have a couple more things on the list. Hey, one of them is cash. Cash is king, baby. You know, it is, but, you know, you can use your own cash, and it's, that's fine. But I've always found that I usually make more money if I don't use cash. Absolutely. you got to leverage bits and pieces of it. Well, and also, you know, there's always creativity. Mm-hmm. And with real estate, you can get super creative with no money. Yeah. Absolutely no cash. Yeah. And um, I like that. And what mm-hmm. is your ROI if you have no money invested? It's anymore? infinite, my man. It's kind of infinite. <laughs> it's infinite. But, it, but it's not passive. That's no. the difference, you know. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, I. I I think you're, you know, I know what you're saying as as far as the infinite ROI, and I I like to think that way too. But that is not it. Yeah, it's now not. It's not a return on your investment. It's a return on your time, and your knowledge, and your information that you have in your head. Yeah, and uh, that and that's really important. Yeah, you know, it's way more important. How you value that? Exactly, it's way more important than the cash. That's for sure. You know, we don't need any cash to make money. No. Now, everybody says, oh, you need money to make money. No, you do not. Right. So where did all this money come from? Somebody thought it up, you know. That's, that's exactly right. right. It's all thought up. And you can leverage assets, which is a HELOC, you know, Arts, private funds, you know. Watches. Cars. cars right. You know? Exactly. We watch people do that all the borrow time. Borrow on your gold
2: coins or something like that. <laughs> we watch people do that all the time. Yeah, we do. You know, especially with the cars. People like to barter cars. You know how many cars I've received from real estate <laughs> transactions over the
1: years? No, how
2: many? I can't count them anymore. I,
1: You know, I was trying to do that for a long time. No, I could never get one. Cody just got a F 250 Did he really? Yeah. For trading? Yeah. I just sold Cody to... No, I just sold Justin two cars. <laughs> <It's> not, <laughs> that's, that's great. A, yeah.
2: I mean, it's great. You can do all kinds of stuff.
1: You know what I mean?
2: But uh, let, let's, uh, can you can you tell me a little bit more about what's coming up on the 9th of November? Uh,
1: well, yeah. It's really more about what we've just been talking about yeah. and a little bit more de- depth and detail and we're going to bring Justin Ship in. He's going to talk about it as well. Mm-hmm. He's a he's relatively new to, to real estate investing, but he's done extremely well. Yeah. And he has also garnered – can I use that word, garnered? You can. That's a good word. He's collected – he's created a following of people yes. – who he said, said, listen, he he said, right when I was going into real estate, everybody said, you're absolutely crazy. You know, what are you doing? You you know, you're not going to make any money. Of of course he started making money. And uh, And he's helped other people make money. Right, he has. And and then now everybody wants to know what he's doing. So now they're following him. He just took the lead. And so that is uh, what we're going to be talking about on the ninth, And they can find that on realestate360show.com. And, uh, it is, it is on Eventbrite in case you want to go over there and just look, look it up that
2: way, but go check it out guys. And listen, go to iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, Google play, check us out. Listen to us, share. See you next week.
0: Hi, this is Sammy with Sammy Hadid real estate, Keller Williams. Are you looking for a top producing agent who will look out for your best interests top dollar on the sale of your home, a well-negotiated contract, an efficient closing, please call me at 305-978-4249. I'm more than happy to set up a consultation. I'll put together a proposal for you to net top dollar for your home, what it is that I'm doing to get all my homes sold. Then you can decide what's best for you. Again, I'll do whatever it takes to get your home sold for top dollar. And I promise you that I will protect your equity with my life. 305-978-4249 Sammy Hadid H-A-D-I-D